0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host. Feels like it's been a hot minute since I've recorded. I didn't record anything last week because the last two episodes were like pre-recorded. So it's been a minute since I've sat in front of the mic, but it feels really good to be back. It is currently the end of dead week and beginning of finals week for me. So this week I have one final, a presentation, and I have to take the GMAT, which Should be interesting. Um, I'm very thankful to only have one final though, like one real final where I have to like go in and sit sit and take a test, but I am dreading the GMAT, so that's just a little bit of an update on what's going on in my life. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. This is one that has been requested a lot, and I personally really, really, really enjoy listening to these episodes just because I feel like they provide a lot of insight into the things people really love. I'm going to be doing a master list, kind of going through my favorite skincare, makeup, hair... Um, fitness and uh, just all those kinds of different categories of products, I guess. I was so focused on making sure I got like every little category covered and then I realized that I could literally go on forever and get super duper in detail, but then that would take like a very long time to talk about everything. So I'm trying to just do the essentials like of skincare, makeup, hair, fitness, like drinks like household accessories that kind of thing so those are kind of the categories I'm going to be covering and um, I will try and link things down below or I'm just going to like make um, a big like list of all the links some that you can like swipe up on or something on my Instagram so definitely be sure to be following the Gen Z Girl podcast on Instagram and that's always linked down below but before we get started obviously you guys know that I love to start off with a quote that's relevant to the episode so I really 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 like this quote, and I actually have not heard it before, I don't think, but it's very simple, and this quote is by Jackie French Kohler, and it says, there are two ways to be rich. One is by acquiring much, and the other is by desiring little, and I know this seems kind of backwards that I am kind of talking about a more minimalist approach type of quote whenever I'm about to talk about a ton of materialistic things. That's exactly why I'm using this quote, because I want to remind you guys that You know, it's not, life is not about, like, if you have the most expensive makeup and skincare and having, like, the best, you know, clothes for the gym or the best pair of shoes or, you know, the best designer bag. Like, it's literally, life is so much more than things, and I feel like um, nowadays on social media and on YouTube, there's so many people who are so obsessed with materialistic items and um, whenever they display all that they have, it can kind of make you feel inferior in a way if you're not necessarily in a position where you can afford the same lifestyle. And I find that that's really toxic. Um, Just sometimes I like watch people and I feel like all I feel like I should be doing when I watch their content or listen to their content is spending money. And that's just a part of our um, consumerism enriched like culture nowadays, I feel like with everything being digital And there's nothing wrong, you know, with investing in good quality things and there's nothing wrong with, you know, having makeup and skincare. Like I literally do not want to condemn anyone for having any of these things because it's totally normal to, you know, have makeup and have skincare and have nice clothes and invest in pieces that are going to last a long time versus buying a ton of cheaply made, um, poor for the environment type of things. But what I want to emphasize is that if you are in a place where you can't really like afford to live lavish lifestyles that incorporate, you know, the best of the best in every single category of life, it's okay. You know, there is no pressure and there is no reason why you should feel like you should be, you know, spending more money than you're making. There's no reason that you should be, you know, spending so much money on doing things and buying things that you don't really need. And I really liked this quote because, you know, you can look at being rich in two different ways. You can look at it by how much you acquire, like how many, designer bags you have, designer shoes, um, fancy things, you know, the best makeup or skincare, or you can look at being rich by just looking at it as you don't desire as much because your life is so rich of other things. And I really like that alternative, the latter, um, approach by just desiring little. That's the best way to make your life rich in my opinion, because life is not about materialistic things, but I just really, really feel like there's so much pressure to like have all of these, you know, fancy things that we don't really need, and it can get really um, toxic to your mindset because you feel like just because you see other people have certain things or do certain things, you should be the same way, and that's totally not the case. So I just wanted to emphasize that although this episode is all about products and things that I love, it in no means, like in no way, am I like telling you to go buy all of these things. It's just me sharing things that I've used for a while that I personally love and. I think that these episodes are helpful for people who, you know, maybe want to just hear about what someone else likes in order to see what they may like for themselves and if they just want a little direction. And it's really just a lighthearted and fun episode. And I wanted to do something that wouldn't take an extensive amount of mental planning because when I do my very deep episodes, that get kind of emotional in a sense. It takes a lot out of me mentally and I couldn't really afford to be like emotionally and mentally exhausted during finals week. So that's why I'm doing this one that's a little bit more just lighthearted and materialistic. So now my goal for the week, my goal is to not sweat the small stuff. Um, a lot of times when big things are going on, like finals or midterms, or I'm taking a, um, you know, graduate admission test and it's just really stressful and it's really easy to hype up all of these things that in the long run, like really only have, you know, a smaller impact. I feel like it's really easy to overhype you know, finals and just think that it's the absolute end of the world if you get a C on one and, you know, life goes on. And a lot of times I know like whenever I was taking the ACT in high school and I feel the same way right now with the GMAT, I feel like my life is revolving around it and I am putting so much of my energy into, you know, this test that really, I mean, it is important. I don't want to say like, don't care about things, but I want to say like, don't make them more stressful than they need to be. And that's my goal for this week is to not, you know, I feel like if I go into the GMAT stressing too much or I go into my final stressing too much, it makes me do worse because my stress overwhelms my mental capacity to like do well and that's horrible. So that's my goal for this week and my gratitude for this week is that I only have one final um, during this time of having them take the GMAT. Um, You know, like my boyfriend has three. I have friends that have like three to five finals and I just literally don't know what I would do if I had that while taking the GMAT, so I'm just that's a very simple gratitude thing, but I am very, very thankful that I only have one. And then to go on a deeper level, um, I hope Katie's listening to this because this is her last week of college here ever before she goes abroad, and I don't know when I'll see her again after this week, and I'm just really gonna miss her, and I'm just really grateful to have had a friend like her through um, college, and really thankful to have met her and thankful to spend time with her this week and everything. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, If you can hear my dog barking, I'm sorry. I'm used to, she was gone like the entire month of October with my parents um, because I was traveling so much and she is literally barking so much. So it's just like, if you can hear that in the background, hopefully it will stop. (laughs) But um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the master list. So I'm going to start off with skincare And something that I never used to use that I started using probably about halfway through this year is scar gel. And I really, really think it's great if you ever have like really bad like cystic acne or just a flare up and you pick at it and it leaves a really bad scar or something. I think it's really great to have a scar gel to kind of help your skin recover and I really personally love the Derma-E Scar Gel. I think it's around $28, but Ulta puts it, that whole brand, 20 um, to 30% off all the time. I bought mine for 30 or 40% off, I think. And it does a really good job of helping your skin recover quicker from acne scars. And I feel like even when I just get some redness or, you know, like a pimple or something, I feel like it helps so much with like the... Appearance of the pimples go down. I don't know. (laughs) And as far as serums go, so I love serums so much. um, Just because I really have dry skin, so they help a lot. My favorite is the Sephora Vitamin C Glow Serum, um, and it's just the Sephora brand. And honestly, that's my absolute favorite. I tried um, the Olay Henriksen Truth Serum, and I like it a lot. But I feel like it balls up on my face. If you know what I mean, like after I rub it in and after it sets, if I kind of like rub my face, which I probably shouldn't be doing. It kind of like the product balls up and comes off and I don't really like that. And then um, two oils that I really like that I got recently are the Ordinary Rosehip Seed Oil and the Ordinary Marula Oil. The Ordinary is a great skincare brand. Um, I know it's highly recommended by dermatologists and it's extremely affordable. You can find it at Ulta or online. And their products are just like really pure and I really like both of those oils a lot for my dry skin. So as far as eye creams go and eye things, I guess you could say, my favorite eye cream is the O.A. Henriksen Banana Bright Eye Cream. It's just really moisturizing and I feel like it just kind of makes my eyes a little bit more lifted. I have really bad hereditary dark circles and I'm sure you guys know that if you watch my YouTube videos and listen to me say it all the time. Um, They've always been an insecurity of mine just how puffy my eyes can get sometimes and how tired I can look and I discovered the Ordinary Caffeine Solution and Putting a little bit of that serum on top of my eyes and under my eyes every day definitely helps with the puffiness. It doesn't completely eliminate it, but I find that my eyes get so much less puffy whenever I wear that. So as far as moisturizer goes, um, I have a couple that I like a lot, but for a while I was only using like the Sephora brand skincare that they came out with this past April. It's literally so good. And like I know skincare is different for everyone. Makeup's different for everyone. But for me personally and my skin type, using the Sephora... Vitamin C glow serum and the their moisturizer. I think it's called the all-day moisturizer, and it's a little in a little tub. Using those two together, my skin did not break out for like months. Like I only got like little baby sweat pimples or something that would go away in a day. And I absolutely love the Sephora All Day Moisturizer. And their products are really affordable too, which is great. Some other alternatives that I like, I really like the Olay Hendrickson C Rush Cream. I think that's what it's called. (laughs) Um, It comes kind of, you can get like a little travel size kit that has the Banana Bright Eye Cream, the Truth Serum, and the Sea Rush Cream in it. And that's what I got to try their products out. But in my opinion, you can get so much more products for so much cheaper from the Sephora brand. And it's like all really similar products. And I really, really like those Sephora ones a lot. And then the last moisturizer I'm going to mention is the Bare Minerals Butter Drench Moisturizer. This one is incredible. And honestly, it's probably my preferred one only reason I don't get it is because it's not a lot of product and it's like $30 as opposed to the Sephora one being under $20 and being the same amount of product. For face wash, honestly what I've been using is the Kate Somerville goat milk cleanser. I got it in a FabFitFun box literally a year ago, so it's honestly probably expired, but I feel like it cleans my face so well and I love how it feels. It's very moisturizing and I hate cleansers that kind of like make your face feel just drier in a sense and as far as like acne washes goes i've always loved the neutrogena green acne wash um like the kind of it's not i don't know the consistency of it i don't know how to explain it but it's just a green neutrogena acne wash and with salicylic acid i haven't used that in a while but i was using that like the past like eight years of my life i swear and i really want to try the glossier um face wash. I don't know what it's called, like the jelly milk cleanser or something. I've heard really good things about it, but I've yet to purchase it just because I don't want to take the plunge until I'm out of my Kate Somerville one. I would honestly never buy the Kate Somerville one because I think it's like $70, but since I got it in a FabFitFun box, I'm just using it. So as far as exfoliators go, by far the best exfoliator I've ever gotten is the Derma E micro scrub. I mentioned this in a favorites video on YouTube and literally It makes your face feel like you just got a facial I've had a facial once in my life and I remember how my skin felt after it it felt like I just had like like my pores were completely clean and I felt like my face was just so smooth and had no texture and if you use that like two or three times a week from derma e it literally makes such a difference in your skin and I feel like it really does a good job of removing the dead skin cells and I feel like you have to use it as instructed for it to like really work well I find that when I don't rub it in and scrub it in for the time it says to, it doesn't do as well of a job. But I seriously love it so much and it's pretty affordable as well. For lips, I love the Linage Lip Mask just like every other influencer and podcaster and YouTuber, whatever you want to call it, out there. However, just a little life hack. Could you not buy them from Sephora? Amazon has Linage Lip Mask for literally like $12 and they last forever in the little pot. I also have linage lip balm that comes in the little squeezy tubes and I have it in the pear scent and it's really good and I also really like just the aquaphor lip balm that's just as good and it's really cheap and so is the mario Badescu lip balm those are like my three favorites and vaseline's obviously a great affordable option as well for toner I have a benefit hydrating toner and this is really good if you're someone who wants to use toner before you put on makeup and like prep your skin but you want it to be hydrating. It's a very cooling gel kind of consistency, but a little bit more runny cooling toner. And it makes my face feel so hydrated. And I love putting that on before I wear um, lotion on my face. And I really need to get some more of it because I ran out and just haven't repurchased. And it's actually amazing. And then a regular kind of toner that like exfoliates and kind of removes skin texture is the Ordinary's Glycolic Acid 7% Solution Toner. I think it's under like $10 and it's a big bottle and I can feel it like working because whenever I go over a spot that just has like large pores or I'm breaking out, I can feel it burn a little bit, which I know sounds bad, but it's like I feel like it's a good thing and I just really like using that once a day at night after I get out of the shower and it's that's how it's instructed to use, so I just kind of follow the instructions on that. For makeup remover, my favorite wipes are these simple makeup wipes, the micellar water ones. And then, um, I also like to use micellar water by simple, like the actual micellar water, um, on my face on a cotton pad after I use any makeup wipes, but I'm trying to stray away from the use of makeup wipes because I know it's not very good to like tug at your skin and stuff. So I try to like eliminate the makeup wipes, especially for the environment as well. Um, cause I know it's obviously there's better solutions, but, um, something that I like a lot. I'm just trying to run through all of my makeup wipes right now because I have a ton because my grandma always buys me like the Sam size box with the Neutrogena ones and I like them. They do a good job, but at the same time, they make my face really oily after and I hate that and the simple makeup wipes don't do that. But in the shower, if I'm taking a shower um, as I, at the end of the day like, and I have makeup on, I'll just use my Clinique Take the Day Off Balm and basically it's just like this balm stuff that you rub in between your fingers and rub all over your face and it just makes your makeup dissolve and I really like using that stuff in the shower um I hate using it in my sink though because it always makes such a big mess and for lotion this is just kind of like body lotion I guess that's related to skincare I love the any hemp's lotion is so good I hate lotions that take forever to rub into your skin and like your skin doesn't really soak them up very quickly and you have to sit there and like rub it in for forever I find that so annoying and um, I really like the hemp Lotion because it doesn't do that. But I never buy it full price from Ulta or Target. I always get it at TJ Maxx or Marshalls for like $12. I also recently got the Soap and Glory Magnifico Coco drop in the lotion, lotion. And it's really, really good. It's very similar to Hemp's in the sense that it's very lightweight and rubs in very well. And then Brazilian Bum Bum Cream. I freaking love this stuff, but it's expensive as all get out. I'm asking for more for Christmas because I don't want to buy it myself. And it just smells so tropical and like the beach. And so does the Soap and Glory one. But I love the Bum Bum Cream and it's supposed to be tightening, but I've never used it consistently enough to notice results or at least pay attention to them. And as far as shower gel goes, by far um, the Brazilian Foreplay Moisturizing Shower Gel from the same brand. I think it's Sol de Janeiro that makes it as the bum bum cream. It's so good. Uh you know whenever you use a body wash in the shower and it like literally makes your skin feel weird to where like whenever you run your hand like down your arm or something it kind of gets stuck from like the soap scum or something. I hate that so much and it makes your skin feel really dry and tight. But this foreplay moisturizing shower gel by Sol de Janeiro smells incredible and does not do that to your skin and I absolutely love it and I want some more of that too. But a good alternative that I like a lot is the Target's, um, their Method brand. They have these different body washes and all the different scents. I've tried like two different ones and they are so amazing. I think the one I, I have right now is like an orchid scent, but I've had the peony one before and that one smells amazing. So now going into makeup, that's kind of everything for skincare. Um, I'm going to kind of just like go through an order of like sort of, no, it's not an order of how I put on my makeup. I don't know what I'm saying. So my favorite primers that I've come across, I have always been reluctant to buy primers because I feel like, I used to think they were kind of fraudulent in a sense, like I felt like they didn't do anything and I was just like wasting money, but I know that's not true because I do know that they do help the longevity of your makeup and um, one high end one that I really like a lot is Benefit Porefessional. I feel like it smooths my face out so much because I have large pores like kind of on my cheeks by my nose and I feel like it completely like erases them and the maybelline baby skin is a cheaper alternative to this but it's more silicone based than the benefit professional which i don't love but the maybelline baby skin is more budget friendly and it does the same thing and those are the only two i've ever really used in my life to be honest and i always put those on first after my skincare and after my primer i freaking love glowy makeup like matte is not for me like with dry skin i just can't do it and my favorite prime or my favorite glowy base to ha- like the things to put on my face to have a glowy base I got these Becca Luminous Drops, and oh my gosh, you guys, I don't know what shade I have, but it literally makes me look like the Tin Man whenever I put them on, and it looks really scary at first, but then once I put my foundation on on top of it, it's beautiful, and every time I've worn those drops underneath my foundation or mixed them in with my foundation, I've gotten compliments on how healthy and glowy and how nice my makeup and skin looks, so I really freaking love those. And they come in like a little serum dropper bottle. And I also really like MAC Strobe Cream. But ever since I discovered the Luminous Drops, I really have not used my MAC Strobe Cream like at all. As far as like light foundations, tinted moisturizers, and BB creams go, Glossier Skin Tint is great when I'm not breaking out. And I just like wake up in the morning and I'm trying to run out the door to class. But my skin looks really dull and tired. And I just want something to kind of even out the skin tone. I'll just throw on the Glossier Skin Tint. But if you need any coverage at all... Do not waste your money on the skin tint because it provides basically none. If you want more coverage than the skin tint, but you don't really want the level of like It Cosmetics CC Cream, Laura Mercier Tint and Moisturizer is so good. I love that and I use that whenever I just don't feel like doing a full face of makeup and, you know, having a heavy foundation on and I want more coverage than the Glossier Skin Tint. For foundation, my all-time favorites, I have a few just because I do switch out my foundations a lot. I love the NARS Natural Radiant Longwear. I really hate how all of their shades are more yellowy based though because I feel like I can never get a true match because I feel like I have a pretty neutral undertone. But that foundation is incredible. I always get compliments when I wear that on my skin too. And the Smashbox 48-hour photo finish is really well or really great. I love the shade range that Smashbox Smashbox has and I feel like it does a really good job of like having such a wide shade range to where you can like actually find your true match and that one like wears very long and it's very buildable the cosmetic CC cream is like a holy grail I love it but I hate their shade range because I feel like the one that's between fair and light is too light for me but then light is too dark for me which is really weird because normally I'm more in between light and medium but that CC cream is so incredible just because it has SPF in it it has really great coverage and it you really can't feel it on your face all day too Faced Born This Way is a really great natural buildable foundation that's kind of in the halfway glowy, halfway matte side, and I feel like it's a very natural looking foundation, and I used to wear that all the time in high school and early college. And for concealer, my favorite concealers, um, just for every day, like if I just need like a quick touch up, but not don't need a lot of coverage and I just kind of want to brighten an area, I use the Glossier Stretch Concealer. It pairs so nicely with a Glossier Skin Tint. Like the two work together very, very well. But I really like that concealer if I'm just like concealing my veins on top of my eyelids or if I'm just concealing my under eye circles. Tarte Shape Tape is by far the best for any blemishes. I feel like you can cover anything up with that stuff. And the best like concealer that I use anytime I really wear makeup, if I don't have blemishes and I'm just putting it kind of in my T zone to brighten the area or under my eyes, is the ColourPop No Filter Concealer. It's very similar to Tarte Shape Tape, but not as thick. And it blends out really nicely. And I also think that the shade I have is so perfect for like my under eyes and my skin tone. For powder, I have a couple here too because I can't just pick one. Um, the Bare Minerals Mineral Veil Finishing Powder. It's like an illuminating finishing powder, ki- powder kind of. And it is so great because I feel like I can't really feel it on my face And um, I got a deluxe size of it around Christmas last year. They always come out with like deluxe sizes of it around Christmas time. And mine had like a little star charm bracelet around it. And I really, really love that powder just for setting my whole face. Um, The Hourglass Ambient Lighting Powder in Dim Light is so incredible. I had it for like two years and I finally hit pan on it. But what I used to do is set kind of like my neck, my eyes, in my t-zone with my bare minerals powder and then I would put the hourglass ambient light powder all over the rest of my face and it seriously just gives this nice underlying glow kind of look like your skin just naturally glows that way to all your makeup and I really want to repurchase it but instead I tried out the Clinique uplighting illuminating powder recently and I really really love that powder because it does the same exact thing as the hourglass one however I feel like it doesn't really set your face and it's just kind of like putting a highlight on your face sort of but it's not like It doesn't look like a highlight, if that makes sense. But I feel like the Clinique one doesn't set the makeup really like the Hourglass one does. But neither one of them are meant to be setting powders. They're just kind of finishing powders. For bronzer, by far, (laughs) number one winner is the Physician's Formula Butter Bronzer. It smells amazing. It looks amazing. I feel like they have, I think they have a couple different shades, which is good. Um, And really, bronzers only have a few shades anyways across brands. But I have been on mine for like two years now and I'm just now hitting pan, which is crazy, but I also don't wear makeup every day. And I freaking love this bronzer. I pick it over the Hula Benefit Bronzer. I pick it over my Tarte bronzers that I've had. It's so good and it blends so nicely and it's literally like buttery smooth. For blush, I've been using the Burt's Bees Peach Shade. Very affordable, extremely pigmented. I have to like really tap the brush every time I use it because I just like don't want to look like a clown when I put on my blush. They only have a few shades, but the peach one's like super natural and gives a really nice natural flush. And then the Benefit Rockete is like a really pretty pinky peachy color that has a little bit of shimmer in it, and I love that blush, but I haven't used it in ages. For highlighter, highlighter is like my favorite thing about makeup. I feel like I always just like throw a bunch on, but it makes the biggest difference in makeup. I love the Ofra highlighters, like their formula, they blend out so well, they're not like chunky and glittery, they're just very smooth. I have the shade Star Island, but I've heard Rodeo Drive is really good, but more of like a gold sh- shade than the Star Island one is, and Star Island, I always put, you know, where you, wherever you put highlighter on the high points of my face, and I always put it on my inner corner too of my eyes, and it makes them pop so much, and I freaking love that highlighter, it was worth every penny. And for, like, cream highlighters, the Glossier Haloscope is incredible. I absolutely, like, I pretty much almost wear it every day unless I'm, like, just sitting in the house just because I feel like it adds so much life to my skin without having to put on any other makeup. For brows, my favorite brow pencil is the Benefit Precisely My Brow Pencil. I feel like the Anastasia ones run out really fast, and I feel like the Benefit ones last longer, but that could just be me. I recently got the Urban Decay brow blade and one side is like a felt tip marker type of thing for your brows and the other side is a pencil and I ran out of the pencil but I still have the felt tip and the felt tip if you can like master how to hold it and apply it, it looks really really good after you spool your brows out after using it and I really really like it. For brow gels, Glossier Boy Brow is incredible for filling in sparse areas really quickly and setting your brows in place. But Colourpop has a really good dupe that's cheaper than the Glossier Boy Brow. And it's just the Colourpop Brow Gel. It's really good. For setting spray, I used to be a Urban Decay all-nighter girl. And now I freaking love the Morphe Continuous Mist setting spray. It is so good. I seriously feel like I can feel all of my makeup just sink into my skin whenever I put it on. And it's like if I forget to put on setting spray... I noticed like 10 minutes after I stopped applying my makeup because my face feels so much more cakey if I don't set it because I feel like the setting spray, if it's the right kind, really just helps the makeup all sink into like one layer onto your face. Um, I also really like an affordable version of setting spray, which the Morphe one's only like $16 I think and it lasts a while and the sprayer on it is so good because it doesn't like soak your face. It's just a really fine mist. But the wet and wild coconut scented prep and prime spray is to die for and I think it's under $5 and it does such a good job of you know prepping your face for makeup. I do use it to set my face sometimes and I do feel like it's not as effective in making my makeup last as long as the Morphe one does but it does still help and it just smells absolutely incredible and I always take that one with me when I travel because it's a lot smaller of a bottle than the Morphe one. For eyeshadow, oh my gosh, I used to be such an eyeshadow palette hoarder, and I still have a lot, and I only use, like, the same two all the time, but my favorite that I've ever had is probably the Anastasia Modern Renaissance. It is so beautiful, and, like, I love the colors in it, and I feel like they look really good on my skin tone and on my eyes, and the shades are extremely pigmented, so you don't have to use a lot of product and, like, sit there and dig your brush into the eyeshadows, I really want to try this soft glam palette i think it's so beautiful but i can't get myself to spend more money on eyeshadow palettes when i literally wear eyeshadow like two or three times a month if that um a really great cheaper alternative which i'm trying to give like cheaper alternatives for most products just because i know a lot of us are on budgets and don't really want to spend a lot of money on makeup ColourPop eyeshadow palettes are super underrated i feel like because they're really really pigmented and so are tart like if you can get your hands on like a mini size Tarte eyeshadow palette they're always so good But I have the um, ColourPop palette. I don't know the exact name of it. I want to say it's called Yes Please. And it's like all these really warm, pinky, peach, orange shades. And like some very sparkly ones. And I love that palette so much. And I love the eyeshadows in it. And you get a ton of eyeshadow for like under $20. And I love it. We're going to go ahead and move into hair. So (laughs) I get so many questions about my hair all the time. I have naturally very curly hair. And my hair is short. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys know that. And my favorite shampoo, I used to use Redken and Redken only, and I would just buy the liter size bottles whenever they would have their big like hair sales, which I think they do around Christmas and sometime during the summer, so they only do it twice a year. And I loved Redken All Soft and Redken Frizz Dismiss, and I still do, but I feel like using my hairstylist, or I don't know why I'm saying stylist. I guess she is my stylist, but the lady who cuts my hair, I get my hair done at an Ulta salon at home and she told me like that like the build-up from cheaper shampoo brands is so bad on your hair like she I was using um I don't remember what brand I was using before I started using Redken but she whenever she would do my hair she would like she had this comb and she would comb my hair out before she washed it and she would show me All of the product buildup from the shampoo and conditioner I was using and it was disgusting she was like I can't believe you have this much buildup in your hair and I started using Redken and like I never had any of that buildup anymore and that's what like she recommended and that's what the salon uses and it really does make a big difference in like how your hair looks and feels but recently I discovered the Pacifica Pineapple Curls shampoo and conditioner and oh my gosh I'm so obsessed with it. It smells just like pineapples. It smells so tropical and good, and it makes my hair so freaking soft. And as far as helping my curls goes, I do think that it helps a lot with um, just kind of like maintaining the frizz and like just the softness of my hair, and I really like it a lot, and I love that their formulas are like sulfate-free, paraben-free, and they're vegan. So I feel like they're probably – I'm going to ask my hairstylist when I get my hair done again if like the Pacifica ones cause any buildup, but I really don't think it has – um, so for conditioner, I really don't use conditioner that often, like maybe once every like two weeks, just cause it makes my hair oily if I use it all the time. But, um, I really like the Pacifica one that goes with the shampoo and I normally just try to get a matching conditioner with my shampoo. As far as like styling my hair after the shower goes, I've tried a bajillion different products and I've yet to find like a holy grail, um, products that kind of just like makes my hair like great all the time which you can't really have hair that's great all the time when you have curly hair because it's really unpredictable and it looks different every day I would say my best that I've come across honestly this is shocking because it's literally three or four dollars I think at the store the herbal essences totally twisted curl boosting mousse does a incredible job of defining curls without making them crunchy and without being really heavy and weighed down and keeping volume i really love that stuff a lot i've tried out diva curl diva curl whatever you want to say and the only product that works in my hair well is the light styling gel they have it in a um small travel size bottle if you want to try it out and that stuff works really well but i do feel like my hair gets kind of oily with it quicker and sometimes diva curl products cause a lot of product build up in my hair which i do not like for hairspray i only use hairspray whenever i style my hair like curl it with an actual curler and i really like the no frizz weightless living proof hairspray i don't really think it's necessarily like a holding hairspray but it does a really good job of like spraying your hair and not making it crunchy and keeping the frizz down which is like what i have mainly the most issues with um i don't use a straightener like ever if i do it's one of my friends or my mom so i like never straighten my hair but if I ever curl my hair I have a hot tools curling bear like not one but a curling iron and it's a one and a quarter inch barrel it's purple and like gold and green and it's like very extra and out there but I got it on sale last Christmas and I love it but it's the long hair version because I used to have really long hair so I needed an extra long barrel to wrap my hair around but I don't have that anymore so I don't really need it but I freaking have loved this curler so much I feel like the one and a quarter inch barrel is perfect making like the soft waves but the key to curling your hair it sounds crazy and it's so hard to do after you spent so much time curling your hair but whenever you curl your hair um, hairspray it after you curl it and then take a comb your fingers or a brush through your curls and I know it's like so scary to do that after you just spent so much time on your hair but once you do that and then kind of like use your fingers to reshape the curls it gives that look that you always see everywhere online nowadays and on Instagram of like the soft beachy waves and it's just makes a world of a difference than just curling your hair and hair spraying it and calling it a day okay now we're gonna go into jewelry we're out of all of the skincare and makeup and all of that kind of stuff I don't wear a lot of jewelry I wear my apple watch every day I wear this necklace every day it's super dainty it's got a very tiny tiny gold chain and then it's a tiny little gold circle with a g on it which is my boyfriend's initial I wear it every single day. It was literally $35 and I've had it for a year and a half now and it is incredible. Like I shower with it. I've been in salt water with it. I've been in pools with it and it is still pretty gold. Like it has not tarnished at all. It's a little bit more dull, but I literally do not take it off. Like I've probably taken it off twice in the past year and a half and I shower with it and everything and it has kept its, I mean, goldness. Like it hasn't turned green. It hasn't turned silver. Um, And I really, really love it. I can't believe it was only $35. Um, And the website is just gldn.com. I've gotten so many people to buy their jewelry because it's just incredible quality. And you can get like legitimate gold pieces from there, I think. But mine's just like a 14 karat gold filled, which I don't really know what the difference is. But I really love it. As far as earrings go, every day I have my first and second hole piers. And every day I just wear dainty hoops in both of my holes. But in my second holes... I have these hoops from Majuri, which is just M E J U R I. And I love them so much. I got them for Christmas last year, but it's really weird because they only sell the ones I have in like single hoops. So I sent the link to my mom, like for my Christmas list, and it was like $32, I think. And I thought it was for a pair and it was just a single hoop. So when I opened it on Christmas, it was just one hoop. And I was like, Mom, I think they forgot to send one, like somehow. And she was so mad and so upset that, like, It messed up my Christmas present. And I was like, it's fine. It's not the end of the world. And I contacted them and they were like, oh, that's actually the only hoop we have that we sell individually. But Majoree is like really expensive to get like a pair of hoops. And for some reason, those single hoops, they're like $30 each, but it's still way cheaper than buying a pair of hoops from them. Um, And they're really, really small, like little hoops, like they're little huggies. But just like my necklace, I've worn these. I do literally never take my second hole earrings out. Um, unless I'm wearing like really nice earrings and it just doesn't match them or something, which barely ever happens. And they have not like tarnished at all because they're like not real pure gold, but you know what I mean? They're just not going to tarnish because they're a lot nicer in quality. And then my first hole, I got this pack from Target that just had three different sizes of mini hoops, but they were all on the smaller end and they're great, but I don't really ever take them out and they just kind of eventually turn silver. So I need to like buy another pair of... The majority ones to put in my first hole so that they never tarnish. As far as like rings go and things like that, um, I have one that I always wear on my left ring finger, which I know makes me looking like like engaged or married or something. But the only reason I wear it on my left hand is because it only fits my ring finger. It doesn't fit like my middle finger at all, and um, I hate having rings on on my writing hand, like for college and stuff. Like having to take notes with like a ring on is literally horrible. So I wear it on my left um, ring finger and it's just like a David Yearman ring that my boyfriend got me um, last year for our one year anniversary I believe or it was for Christmas. I don't really remember which one it was but I really really love it and if I didn't have this ring I would wear um, one from Golden or Majuri because once again they have mainly Golden is more affordable. Majuri's not really that affordable but I feel like I would just buy like one nicer ring that wouldn't tarnish because I don't think it's worth buying cheaper jewelry all the time and having to constantly like get rid of jewelry um it makes a lot more sense to just kind of invest in like one nicer one that you can wear all the time like my I've definitely gotten my wears worth out of you know my ring and my earrings and my necklace and they're really not even still that expensive um as far as accessories go I didn't have a lot for jewelry because I just don't really wear a lot of jewelry honestly um, but for accessories, my favorite purse that I've owned lately, I've never been much of a purse person, surprisingly, but lately I've been getting so annoyed. Like, whenever I'm going somewhere and I'm like carrying my phone and my keys and my AirPods, and my wallet, and like all this different stuff, it's obviously really hard to carry all of that. I have a Rebecca Minkoff Mini MAC crossbody bag. I love it so much. It's white and it has like this gunmetal colored chain, and it's so pretty and sleek, and I love it. And I got it on sale for like during their semi-annual sale during the summer. Um, so if you can ever get one on sale, that would be great. And they have a bigger version of my bag, which I wish I had the bigger version now, honestly, but I have the mini one and it's still a good size and I love it so much. I have never had a taste for designer items and I think it's just because I grew up not really like being able to afford them, which is totally fine. Um, so I've never really looked at designer items and, I don't know, maybe one day I'll get one, but I just still am not at a point where I feel like it makes sense for me to spend that much money on like, um, purses or wallets or anything like that. Um, at least spending like my own money for me. Like I would probably get someone something like that because I love giving and everything, but as far as like spending it on myself, it's really hard for me to do. And I have not owned anything like designer like that in my life. So I just really like good quality purses that just don't break the bank like Rebecca Minkoff is a really great brand Mark Jacobs is a great brand and you can find their stuff at places like Nordstrom Rack and Marshalls which is really great because then you can get like an even better deal on it as far as reusable water bottles goes I'm one of those gals that loves her Hydra Flask I have the 40 ounce in the lilac color and I absolutely love it because I can drink two and have like well over my required daily limit or whatever not required but my and not limit. I don't know what I why I just said that. But my like suggested intake of water I guess. And I just really like Hydro Flask. But you can find dupes for them at Marshalls and TJ Maxx. So if you don't want to spend the money on a Hydro Flask. And you don't want to ask for one for Christmas. Highly recommend going into Marshalls or TJ Maxx. And looking because they have some bottles that literally look the exact same. Like same colors and everything at Marshalls and TJ Maxx. I have this little key wallet on my keys. That just holds all my cards and like my ID and everything and it's kind of like that little Dalmatian body print that's really popular right now and it's like a fake fur kind of look but it's gotten really really worn down um it's from brandy melville and i got it for like eight dollars and i think they have it on their website but they only have it in tan and black and mine's like a white and black and i got mine from a brandy melville store in houston so if you have a brandy melville store and you really like the way that sounds or if you've seen it before in a video of mine Um, definitely check there. Target has really really great key wallets. I know most people have like the Louis Vuitton key wallet or a Gucci one or something like that but once again I just can't get myself to spend that much money on a little key wallet. Like I just can't. Um, So the $8 Brandy Melville one is much more my price range but at the same time it's gotten so worn down so fast so like I'm already looking to buy a new one and I've only had it for like six months. So that's probably the good thing about getting a more expensive one but I had a Rebecca Minkoff one that was black and it was just plain black and it just had a little like envelope style button opening. And I got that for like $40 from um, I think Saks off Fifth Avenue. Like not the actual Saks store, but like the cheaper Saks or whatever that has a discount and stuff. Um, and it lasted me a while and I think I gave it to my mom, but it was in really great condition when I stopped using it. I just got tired of it. And if you check like Target, Nordstrom Rack, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Sacksaw Fifth, all of those places. They always have, like, Marc Jacobs. Like, all those, like, nicer brands. Like, I was talking about, like, Rebecca Minkoff and Marc Jacobs. They don't really break the bank, and you can get Q-outs from there for a really good price. As far as my gym bag goes, I have this little mini Fabletics backpack. And it's, like, a material that can get wet. And it's just plain black. It has two little cup holders on the side and, like, one big main pocket. And it's the perfect size gym bag. Like, I don't need, like, this big duffel bag. At this point in my life for the gym because I can like always go home and change after the gym and stuff. I'm sure like once I start working, I'm gonna need a bigger gym bag. But for right now, I love my Fabletics backpack. Um, this is I'm gonna like kind of go through like little tech things in here too, I guess, for accessories, because I feel like they are accessories. For working out and being on the go, I love my AirPods. I'm one of those people. I just think that they are the easiest to pop in and pop out. They are very comfortable. There's no wire that like gets really annoying because I used to have um, the Bluetooth Beats that I think they're like just the mini studio Beats or something that just kind of like go, they wrap around your ear so they're a little bit more uncomfortable and there's like a little wire that goes around your neck in order to always get caught in my hair. And those are really great quality and if you don't want to spend as much on headphones, but you still want Bluetooth ones, I would recommend those, but you might as well just spend the extra $50 for the AirPods and not have the cord or the little ear things bothering you. And then I have these Studio Beats. Um, I think it's the most recent kind, but whenever I bought my Mac desktop this year, at the beginning of the school year, they always do the promos at the beginning of the year that allow you to get um, like Beats headphones for free whenever you buy something off of Apple. So I got like these really nice like sand peachy kind of, co- they're not peach, it's like a very light peach sandish color and then it's gold outline like where the beats are and they're so great for studying because they have a noise canceling feature and already like even without the noise canceling, they do a really great job of just like blocking out noise and I really like those for studying. My backpack um, that I used for school is a North Face Jester and it's from Dix and it's like a Dix sporting goods exclusive color and it's a off-white with like this rose goldish peach kind of color stitching and it's like I don't know not accessories but little accents and I really really like the gesture backpack I used to have the borealis I think and the gesture is really really great I think that has so much room and I can fit like everything I need in it I can fit my laptop my notebooks my pencil pouches my little cosmetics pouch My camera and my... I don't even know if I said my MacBook and my iPad already. But those things and my chargers and even more. And it has really big side pockets for my giant Hydroflask. So I love that. As far as the Apple Watch goes, I do have an Apple Watch. And I freaking love mine so much. It's the 42mm Series 3 with no cellular. I get questions about that all the time. And I really, really love mine. Especially for working out. Oh my gosh. It's like a game changer. And I just have this little like metal looking chain not really chain but it's like a little metal magnetic athletic band that i got off amazon and i love it so i do use blue light glasses and my favorite pair i think i only have one pair but i used to have a pair from i buy direct and they broke like i literally like remember breaking them in chipotle when i was a freshman here at alabama and um my favorite ones now are from glasses usa and i got them through a sponsorship with glasses usa uh, around october november of last year and they're the muse style m-u-s-e and i just have the black ones and i feel like they do such a good job of like just canceling out the blue light and i my eyes are so much less strained whenever i remember to wear them and i love them so much as far as planners go okay you guys i'm a huge planner i'm a huge to-do list maker i'm very type a in that sense and one of my favorite times of year is like whenever the year's wrapping up and it's time for me to buy a new planner. But honestly, I don't think I'm going to buy another planner. Um, mine is pretty much done after this month. And I bought a day designer and Target collaboration, a uh, day designer planner from Target, obviously. And I only use it for like the first month of school. And I've just been digital on Google Calendar since then. So I'm going to say for planning and ca- like using a calendar my master list item is Google Calendar, but if you are a pen and paper person still, I highly recommend Day Designers, or if you want to like spend a little bit of money, I think you can get a Day Designer for around $40 to $60 online, or if you want a very much more cheaper version of a Day Designer for a much more affordable price point, and um, the same kind of style, Day Designer and Target have a collaboration, and you can literally get all of them for under like 20 twenty twenty five $25, and they're really great. For sunglasses, I used to wear Ray-Bans in high school and I would get like the polarized ones that were really nice and expensive um, because I worked at a surf shop and we sold them there and I would always use my paycheck money and like get a pair every summer but I am really bad at taking care of my sunglasses I always put them in the pockets of my backpack with my keys and they'll get scratched up or I'll forget where my case is and I won't put them up so I found that just not spending a ton of money on sunglasses is better because they're really easy to use or lose not use And I just don't take the best care of them. So I really like the Key brand. The Q-U-A-Y. It looks like Quay, but it's pronounced Key. Um, My favorite styles are the High Keys, the High Key Minis. And then the Vivienne, V-I-V-I-E-N-N-E styles. And I love those super reflective ones where, like, people can't see into your eyes, but you can see out. They're really, really cute. And they're definitely, like, more fashion-style sunglasses. They don't do a lot, but they do still help. So now I'm going to go through clothing i'm not really like going through everything but i'm trying to just like touch base with like things that i wear a lot personally so as far as jeans go i used to be a big urban outfitters bdg um girlfriend high-rise jeans girl and that's like the specific style name and i still love those a lot but they're just not really stretchy like they're actually a denim material so if you want like a real denim material i think they're great jeans But I recently discovered Express jeans and oh my gosh, their denim is to die for. I have this pair and they're like fleece jeans is what they're called. And they're not like fleece lined or anything crazy like that. But the material is kind of like as soft as fleece in a sense, but it doesn't look like it. It's really insane and really weird, but they're extremely flattering. They're kind of like a light medium wash and I love the color of them. And it's just the Express high waisted fleece jeans. If you look them up, you should be able to find them. And I also recently got the American Eagle curvy high-rise jeans. I'm a huge fan. They're so great if you're someone with like a bigger hip and butt area and a smaller waist area. That's kind of how I'm built. I just like carry a lot of my weight in my hips and in my upper thighs. And it can be annoying whenever you're wearing jeans. And, you know, it fits all of your legs and then your like waist doesn't fill out the hip and waist area of it. Or not the hip area, but the waist of it. You know what I mean? Like whenever you... Are standing there, you can like stick both of your hands like through the pants, still on your back because they're way too big in the waist. I like hate that so much, and I love the curvy high rise jeans because they really like help fix that problem for curvier girls. And I wear a size four in both of those jeans. Uh, I actually got four shorts. I'm very thankful that Express and American Eagle both have the short option of jeans because I don't have the longest legs in the world, and I'm only like five foot five, which I know isn't like super short. It's a very average height but my legs aren't very long. Like I feel like a lot more of my height comes from my torso and regular size jeans are always too long on me. And I also really like my jeans to hit right above my ankle. Like I don't like them covering up my ankles. So those are my two favorite kinds of jeans that I've been loving the most recently. As far as the leggings go, Aligns from Lululemon are so incredible. I like getting the 25 inch once again because they're just shorter and hit right above my ankle. However, I only wear those if I'm just like literally going to class or chilling out they like literally cannot be worn for working out or anything crazy because they will fall apart Um, a really good alternative to those are the airy play leggings I don't know if any of y'all have ever tried those but they're a lot cheaper and they're really really good I don't have a pair but I've tried them on in store before and I just didn't need another pair of leggings at the time so I didn't get them but they're very very comfortable and really similar to the aligns and you can also get similar feeling leggings from TJ Maxx and Marshalls um, by the 90 degree reflex uh, brand, and they feel a lot like a lines. So definitely look for that brand in TJ Maxx and Marshalls. Um, and then the one other pair of leggings that I'm going to mention are Lululemon Wonder Under Luxe Stream leggings. I really, really love the Wonder Under Luxe Stream like fabric. I feel like these leggings are built to last forever. The material is a lot more durable than a lines, and you can work out and do pretty much anything in Wonder Under leggings if you get the Lux Stream fabric. And I personally just really, really like them. As far as like shorts go, running shorts, athletic shorts, because that's just something I wear, I have a lot of, I have like two pairs of Lululemon shorts that I freaking love, but Lululemon is notorious for starting and discontinuing styles, especially in their shorts all the time. And my two favorites aren't sold anymore. The only pair that's still sold that I like really, really like are the Inner Glow Modal Lululemon shorts, and Modal is just M O D A L. And mine are like this washed purple color that they don't really sell anymore, but they don't have a liner in them, which I love because my butt and hips just never fit in the liners of Lululemon shorts. Like, it's so annoying. I try to size up, but like I'm a 4 waist-wise, and if I try and size up for the underwear to fit me in it, I have to go to like an 8 or a 10. And then they're like way too big in the waist and too baggy, and it's just like such a problem. So I really prefer the shorts that don't have liners in them. Um, As far as athletic tops and tank tops go... Whenever it's hot outside, I love wearing athletic tank tops and athletic shirts that are just like very breathable. So my favorite tank tops from Lululemon, and I'm only mentioning Lululemon because it's the only like brand I've really tried in casual everyday like athletic clothes, but I love the ebb to straight tank. It's really great because it's like ribbed and very soft and it has a built-in sports bra, a very thin and cool like weight material shirt is any of the Swiftly Tech shirts. I love the short sleeve, long sleeve, and racerbacks. I have two or three of the short sleeve Swiftly Techs um, that I bought on sale at Lululemon. I have one long sleeve one that I bought on sale, and then I have one uh, racer back tank top of Swiftly Tech that I've bought on sale. And then the cool racerback from Lululemon and the Nulu fabric is to die for. It's very, very soft, and it's like thicker straps and a little bit thicker material than the Swiftly Techs. So I really, really love jackets, hoodies, athleisure type of style. That's why I'm mainly mentioning those kinds of clothes. I have a Define jacket from Lululemon and it's a really great athletic athleisure material jacket. Like if you're someone who likes to go running, I feel like it's a really great jacket for doing that. But I personally just wear mine with a sports bra under it um, with leggings all the time. The scuba hoodie from Lululemon is so comfy and soft. It's like a full zip um jacket with a hood on it and the inside is fleece and it's very warm and cozy and I love it so much and it's such a great material and they have tons of colors and I recently got into like wearing oversized zip up full zip hoodies um they're just like so cute over t-shirts and like tank tops I feel like and I got this really oversized like kind of washed orange color one from American Eagle recently and I freaking love it As far as hoodies go most of my hoodies and sweatshirts are from just like my school like their University of Alabama ones um but I really just buy like buy mine in huge sizes and I have a champion one that's fleece that I really like a lot but it's cropped so I don't wear it as often um as far as like just basic everyday tops like you know your casual v-necks or casual plain tops goes I really love Urban Outfitters and Target for these but if you really want to spend some money on like a really high quality one that like looks really cute Free People is a great place to go, but once again, they're really pricey. So I recommend checking like Nordstrom Rack for Free People stuff online before you buy like a full price Free People item. So joggers. Joggers are an essential part of my wardrobe. And my two favorite pairs that I own are the Misguided Classic joggers. I have them in this light gray color, but I highly recommend sizing down because they will swallow you. I have them in a size four, which I thought I was scared of them being too tight because I'm kind of in between a four and a six sometimes but I love them so much. I just wish I would have gotten a size two because the waist is pretty big. And then I have these um, campus joggers from Victoria's Secret Pink and Black and they're fleece lined. They're super warm, super comfy and super flattering and high-waisted and I freaking love those. And then athletic joggers, I have a pair that's like not warm like my Misguided and Victoria's Secret ones are and I actually wore them today. And it's the Lululemon Dance Joggers. It's a very thin material, but they're very comfy Um, and I just really, really like the fit of them. So that's everything for my clothing. But now I'm gonna get into workout clothing. If you guys want a full favorites for everything workout related, I highly recommend going to my YouTube channel. I posted a video that was like my all-time fitness favorite. So like if you look up all-time fitness favorites, Abby Aslan, you should be able to find it. And I posted it this summer, so it's probably from around like six months ago. But I'm just gonna mention my favorite things clothing-wise. I love Gymshark sets. I pretty much only work out in Gymshark now and occasionally like Fabletics, um, but I don't really ever work out my Lululemon anymore because I just save it to wear during the week to class and stuff, but my favorites from Gymshark are the Vital Seamless set and the Camo Seamless set, and then I have the Whitney Simmons set, and I'm actually wearing it right now because I just got home from the gym and I haven't changed, but I love the Whitney Simmons set so much. It's so comfy, and I wish they still sold it, but if you do want to get your hands on some Gymshark sets, it's a lot more affordable than Lululemon, and they're really cute, really comfy, they're literally made for working out, and the Vital Seamless and Camo Seamless are my absolute favorite, and I also really like the Flex set, I don't know why I didn't put that down, but Flex is a lot less compressive than Camo Seamless and Vital Seamless, um, and I do like feeling kind of tight and sucked in whenever I work out, but sometimes I just really like the Flex set because it's really stretchy, um, I normally wear my sets just a sports bra and leggings to the gym, I used to hate doing that and think it was weird, but I really like it now, and, um, Sometimes whenever I, my all my sets are dirty and I only have leggings left, I will wear cropped tank tops and my absolute favorites I've gotten from Forever 21 for really cheap, just cropped little athleisure workout style tanks and Amazon has these like racerback tanks that are cropped and fitted and they're so great to just like throw with whatever leggings and mine is from the brand Hato Pants. <laughs> I don't really know why it's called that, but it's H-A-T-O and then Pants. So if you search that on Amazon, like Keto Pants, Racerback Tank Women's, um, I think it's around $12 and I got a white one and it just matches all my leggings and I really like wearing that to work out. Um, Some other leggings that I really like a lot that aren't necessarily sets, um, if you're wanting like a good workout pair of leggings um, from Lululemon, if that's what you're really looking for, Fast and Free are really great because they're very thin um and they're you can move in them very well um but fabletics do not sleep on them their seamless collection and power hold are so good especially for working out i don't really choose them for day-to-day wear but for working out they are incredible now we're going to move into shoes really quickly so for the gym i've been wearing my adidas ultra boost 19 like the year 2019 edition i guess. Um, the past few times because I recently got them last week for black friday and I freaking love them it feels like I'm walking on a cloud and my feet do not ever hurt wearing them I do wish I would have sized up I got an eight and I am a true eight but I'm more closer to an eight and a half than a size eight or I'm more closer to a nine than like a seven I guess if I were to size up or down and I wish I would have gotten an eight and a half because I feel like they're a little bit tight on my foot, but I might just need to like adjust the laces, but they still fit me well, if that makes sense. But another pair of shoes are the Adidas Pod S3. I think that's what they're called, but they're really great for the gym. They're really comfy Adidas shoes because you can your foot can breathe in them really well. I feel like they're not very tight on your foot like the Ultra Boost are, and they're kind of like a chunky platform sneaker in a sense, but they're athletic and they're not like fashion sneakers, if that makes sense. And I just really love when my shoes have like a nice little platform on them. (laughs) Um, And for just like a good pair of chunky sneakers that aren't like spending a ton of money on Yeezys or anything like that. It's crazy. I know chunky sneakers are such a huge trend. Adidas Falcons are incredible. They're so comfy and so chunky. And I have a pair of off-white ones and they literally always have some on sale on Adidas. Like Adidas Falcons are literally always on sale on Adidas. And I got mine for $50 and they probably have a bunch of other colors for $50 on there. My favorite everyday pair of tennis shoes that you can wear with like leggings and athleisure clothes and also like dress up a little bit kind of in the summer like with a sundress or something are Supergas. Oh my gosh, my Supergas, you guys, have been through it all with me. I love them so much. They're just a white canvas sneaker with a big chunky platform at the bottom and they look really uncomfortable and some people like do get blisters when they first get them. But I personally find that if I wear like a good pair of socks with them, they're so comfortable and I can wear them for forever. And I really, really like them a lot. And I've had them for like a year and a half. And last time I checked, which was like two weeks ago, they were on sale on Amazon for $47 or $57. So definitely go check on Amazon for Supergas if you're wanting a pair. Um, My favorite pair of boots, uh, I don't really wear like booties, I would say, but I wear like very like platform chunky boots because I'm so into platform shoes just because they elongate my legs so much and make them look like so much thinner and toned I feel like having that chunky sneaker does I don't know why it just looks like that to me I have a pair that look kind of like Doc Martens but they're from Bershka and I got them off ASOS they're not sold anymore but they're really great for the rain and they're just like ankle chelsea style platform boots And then I have a pair from Nasty Gal that are like cleated platform boots that I absolutely love. And then from Express, there's a pair of Steve Madden platform black boots and they have like a platform underneath the toe. So they look really, really high, but they're actually not that high because of the platform under the toe. And they're really comfy if you're like standing in them. I wore them for 12 hours the day of the Alabama LSU game and I literally walked home from the stadium, which was like a 20 minute walk. And yes, my feet hurt really freaking bad at the end of the day and I could hardly walk, But to be wearing them for 12 hours, I would expect that with any shoes. And to be standing in a football game for all four quarters. So that concludes my shoes. Besides, I guess I should probably say my favorite, like warm or boots. Because I just kind of said fashion boots. But I have mini Uggs. Don't sleep on Uggs either because they're so comfy and warm. And when it does get cold, I love wearing them. And I have the short version that are like mini. I don't know if they're called mini or short Uggs. I think they're mini um like the classic mini two or something like that and I love them the short ones are just so adorable and I just really love them so now (laughs) I'm just gonna go into drinks because I thought this would be fun this is what I'm gonna wrap it up with because I know this episode's really long and I hope this was entertaining to you guys I know that this only satisfies like some listeners and not everyone likes to hear someone talk about their favorite things for this long I wish I could have recorded this with someone else but that's kind of just the thing about having a solo podcast with occasionally having guests sometimes I just Don't have people to like feed off of me, but this is like all of my favorite stuff and I feel like I've never even done a YouTube video where I've sat through and talked about all of my favorite things besides my fitness one. So anyways, back to my drinks. As far as alcoholic drinks goes, only if you're 21 and up, of course. This sounds crazy like when I say it to people, but like I'll go to the bar and I'll order Tito's and water (laughs) and that sounds psychotic, but what I do is I get Tito's and water because I don't really like soda water. Um, it just, I don't like carbonation at all really in general and I don't like soda. So I get a Tito's water and I always bring a little crystal light liquid, not pouch, what are they? I guess it's a little plastic container, but I bring the crystal light liquid squirt bottle things and I will get a Tito's water and squirt my strawberry lemonade into it and it tastes incredible and it's like not so unhealthy and sugary for you because you're using crystal light instead of you know, a soda or something. And that's my favorite. And I really like that for vodka. I really like vodka and margaritas and like tequila. Um, I like wine, but I just feel like crap when I drink wine. So I don't ever really choose to drink it unless it's just like a more classy event, obviously. But skinny margarita with salt is also a go-to. So freaking good with some good tequila. I really don't like crappy vodka and crappy tequila, but I also don't have crazy expensive tastes. I just like getting Tito's or, um, you know, like, I don't know, some kind of like Silver Patron or something for margaritas. But obviously, when I'm in college, most of the time I do just order whatever the house vodka or tequila is. So, Skinny Margarita with Salt and Tito's Water and Crystal Light are my absolute favorites. And you do look crazy at the bar whenever you pull a Crystal Light um, little plastic container out of your purse and squirt it into your drink. But who cares? In my opinion, it's great. Um, For coffee, whenever I go out to like Starbucks and get something, I've been loving their cold brews with like the cold foam lately. Um, I really love the pumpkin cream cold brew, but I only let myself get one like once a week because they are very sugary and I typically don't drink dairy with my coffee. Um, But I'm loving the Irish Cream Cold Brew from Starbucks for this Christmas holiday season. It is phenomenal. And it's actually not terrible for you, like as terrible for you as the pumpkin cream one was. There's not as much sugar in it. And it just tastes so good. And it's like the perfect amount of sweetness without taking away from the strongness and boldness of the coffee. And I love it. If I'm making coffee at home, though, um, I have a Nespresso Vertuo Plus machine. It has changed my life. I got it for Christmas 2 years ago actually. So it's still going after 2 years and I know my parents got it on sale for like 150, 120 maybe and I believe all their machines are like 30 or 40% off on the Nespresso website and Target right now and maybe even at Bed Bath and Beyond there were really great deals Black Friday. So maybe still check it out because I know around the holiday season Nespresso and Target definitely always puts them on sale and I have the Vertuo Plus bundle that comes with the Aeroccino milk frother. But my favorite pods, I get the Altissio espresso pods, and I'll just brew one of those, and then um, it's just a shot of espresso, and then I'll pour about three fourth cup to one cup of unsweetened vanilla almond milk, and then just do like a splash of my creamer. My favorite creamer is the Silk almond milk vanilla creamer or the Silk oat yeah oat milk creamer in the flavor oatmeal cookie. Those are my like my all two t- all two well, all time favorite to holy grail. Creamers and I. Oh, I didn't say my coffee pod favorites. If I'm getting like coffee pods from Nespresso to so like brew a full eight ounce cup of coffee instead of an espresso shot, my favorites are the Melozio and the Venizio. Like the vanilla, but Venizio or whatever. They're both really great, and the Colombian coffee one's really good too, but it's a little bit more expensive, so I never order it. So that is all of my favorites. I am out of breath because my leggings are very compressive right now. (laughs) And if I sounded out of breath, that's why. And I realized I probably should have changed before I started recording this. But I hope this helped you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to try and link everything either in the um, show notes, which I don't know if, I don't think you can click on anything in show notes. So maybe I'll like try and figure out another place to put it. But if you guys have any questions about any of this stuff, feel free to message me on the Gen Z Girl Podcast Instagram Or on my personal Instagram. They're both always linked down below in the show notes. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you made it to the end. You go girl. You go guy. I mean hello. That was literally an hour of me talking about my favorite things. And definitely keep in mind. Like I said at the beginning. It's not about what you have. I know that all of this stuff is things that like. I don't even need like a lot of these things. And I can live without some of these brands. But you know I've found things that I like a lot and prefer over others so obviously I want to share those with you if I can Um, but just remember that like don't ever feel pressured to buy things wear certain things be a certain way do certain things just because other people are like always remember to stay true to yourself and remember that it's not about what you have at the end of the day but I just really wanted to film this episode or film oh my gosh I'm in the YouTube mindset right now (laughs) I really wanted to record this episode because I know it's around Christmas time and a lot of people um, I know a lot of people don't, which makes me sad, but um, those of you who maybe get like gift cards or if you buy yourself anything for Christmas or you're looking for something to buy for someone else and you needed ideas, I feel like Masterless, even though they're not gift guides, I feel like they show my true, honest, genuine, everyday things that I love and they could be really helpful for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram and follow me on Instagram so you can keep up with my life and we can interact. I love interacting with you guys when I can and join the Gen Z Girl Facebook group. There are so many of you who have requested to join and won't fill out the questions. I don't know if they're like not loading for you guys or what, but I don't approve them unfortunately until I get the answers to the questions because I just want to make sure you're not like a troll or um, a bot or something. I don't know. I just want to be protective over our little Facebook group community. So definitely join that too. And it's not the Facebook group page. It's like the Facebook group. If you search gen z girl um podcast group on facebook you should be able to find the group so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you guys next week be sure to stay tuned for next week and um leave a review i love reading your reviews it means the world to me for those of you who take the time to do that and i really appreciate it but my next episodes are going to be really great. I'm excited for them. I'm doing a lot of like new year related episodes and year in review episodes. Not a lot of them, but I'm going to be doing those too at some point very soon. So definitely stay tuned and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.